button is pressed. We are live. Life is skate talk. We love skateboarding. We love life. We thought we would talk about it and share what we have to say with the world. Life is skate talk. No pros, no sponsors, just three aging skaters desperately clinging to their youth. I kind of fucked that up, but it's okay. <laughs> well, I think like everyone has a little wrinkle in there somewhere. You know, it's just it's too much to get through. To their yeah. youth. <laughs> desperately. <laughs> It's because you subconsciously didn't want to say it. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flip. Freudian slip. Yeah. yeah. Um, life's been busy, but the weather's getting nicer. Spring is here, at least here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, spring spring's <laughs> yeah. in full effect over here, too. It was cold, I think, last yeah. week, and then all of a sudden it got nice these last, you know, two, three yeah. days. Yeah, so, yeah. So. I, I don't know if it was like this for you, but we literally had snow like it was like minus 12 or something like that and then like the next day it was eight degrees and then it just kept going up from there yeah, like yeah it was, a... we didn't get snow but it was noticeably colder um all of a sudden and then it got warm real quick too so. yeah yeah like real quick yeah i think it was my first or second year living in canada but it snowed in mid april or may i, I forget yeah. but just thinking what's going on like <laughs> yeah. as you just mentioned right they negative something and then the next day it's close to 20 it's a regular yeah. occurrence i think yeah. i don't know global <laughs> warming has kind of changed things a bit but there's still the i yeah. think snow in april is still pretty common mm. yeah. like i think it flurried last year in april maybe even i want to say first week of may or something like it's ridiculous i think after yeah. may two four weekend that's when it really yeah you know is in full effect yeah. like spring and yeah ramping up in the summer that's actually happened right now in switzerland too it, i think they had some flurries recently things are different right now but with the level of like global mobility we have and in 2021 i often ask myself like why do i still live somewhere where it snows yeah man come on over <laughs> there's, there's still one more house open in this area yeah yeah <laughs> you can put the remote work yeah, yeah. Philosophy to uh, <laughs> to the real test. <laughs> yeah, I think international schools pay their teachers well too. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. It's, it's not a bad idea. Cool. So we got episode eleven. Injuries. Injuries. Injuries is a heavy topic. It could get really <laughs> visceral. <laughs> I was trying to. It's like the because yeah. sometimes when you think back to something that happened to you. It's not the whole, you know, you, you've got your limbs amputated and it's like the ghost, you know, ghost limb kind of feeling. But like when I crack my ankle sometimes, I don't know if it's probably just old age or arthritis. And it's like, man, it never used to hurt or take that long to warm up or whatever. Like stiff, right? Like that day I woke up two weeks ago and it just swelled up for no reason. I was like, okay. But then you think back, it's like, man, that time I really tweaked it or rolled it. It's like that feeling of, yeah, pain, lingering. Shit, we're going to do intros, right? Yeah. <laughs> we always forget. We I'll know, start we off. know every, every week we just, our listener base just exponentially grows, right? Anyways, I'm yeah. Sawyer, skateboard attorney dude. Welcome, welcome. 
I'm John, a 38-year-old teacher. I've been skating since 1996, which I looked up today. That was the year that uh, Guy Mariano and Eric Costin founded Four Star. And uh, also damn. the year that uh, Eric Costin won his only skater of the year. I don't know. I found that kind of surprising given his stature in the industry that he's only won it once. But yeah, yeah. I would have thought I think more winning it once is already, I mean, unless you're advertising it like Chris Cole like Chris <laughs> yeah. twice. Yeah. You know, it's a no, but I don't know. Like I, I guess it draws into focus a little bit, like what, what you're really looking for when you're judging a, a skater of the year, things like that. But I don't know. I just give given his, you know, he's he's one of those like ever present legend kind of skaters. So I just I, for some reason in my head, I would have just imagined that he had at least two. Yeah. And he's and, been in the game since forever, right? Like yeah. it's, it's, uh, I'll, I'll watch. I mean, I was showing you guys my shoe collection that I'm going to sell, but I'll put in on regular rotation, like Manic Maddie. I'll watch his part. Yeah. Right. Uh, mouse. I don't go as far back as goldfish, but his skating is just, so far beyond where it was i mean a switch game everything like is uh and the one thing i like about costum he's one of my favorite skaters obviously you know naming my son after him but <laughs> the the other thing is like it's just he has a an air of at least the, through filming like the tricks it's fun and yeah yeah um i watched a clip with kelly hart and costum the other day i think a few days ago I don't know when it aired. I think it was right quite, right, quite recently. But it was Kelly Hart and Costin going around LA. I think it was Echo Park and him introducing like, you know, just spots around there. And it's just, again, I, I'm saying it's typical Costin. I, I don't know him personally, but, you know, how he comes across and <laughs> uh, kind of just very lighthearted, jovial, like joking around and just not taking himself or skateboarding that seriously. But man, he's so comfortable and good mm. on the board and yeah one of my favorite skaters for sure chomp on this oh yeah chomp for oh, sure yeah. i think that was yeah. one of my favorite parts yeah from costin in the sense that i think it reflects his type of skating the most you know although the, the cool like manic manny style too is, all, is also costin but at the same time having yeah. fun and just fooling around but yeah doing hard tricks and fooling around yeah 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 <laughs> There's that first game of skate that he played. I think the first Battle of the Barracks, I believe was battle number one that they, or battle number zero. I don't know how they marketed it or labeled it, but I think it was him and Mike Mo. And I think Mike Mo got him to four letters and I forget what trick he missed. And then Costin's like, this is where it falls apart for you, Mike Mo. Like this is where the years of experience kick in or something like that. He says something to that effect. And he basically, yeah, five letters not skunks him but like get, get wins the the game of skate and he'll he'll do i think he did you know pressure flips and all sorts of stuff like it's just the the, the level of yeah comfort and yeah uh fun yeah. on the board i mean he does everything regular and switch and it's just yeah amazing great skateboarder and maybe for all the young listeners four star is that still around soft goods company yeah you know what i don't even know <laughs> i just kind of assumed it was <laughs> now i feel, I'm gonna I feel like i haven't seen here. them for a while yeah that, that's true now that you mention it 
Uh, Always really fresh though. And I, yeah, I guess their video super fun zone or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Super champion fun zone. Super champion fun zone. Yeah. That was, that was so good. I'm on uh, the four star Instagram and the last post was March 8th, 2018. So it's not looking good. Okay. <laughs> I'm well, going to the Krill store, Krill Tap store to see if they it's still listed as one of their brands. There's Girl Chocolate Royal and Krill Tap. Yeah, so I don't see four star. Because I think yeah. it was distributed through Krill, right? Right. I mean, everything was. <laughs> but yeah. like Lakai's not even there either. Um, <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Rest in peace, yeah. four star. I had a nice four-star jacket. I mean, I still have it. And, and oh, yeah. some, I have the Skate Fairy four-star Skulls t-shirt. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. Skate Fairy. Yeah. They have some good stuff. I, I, I had what was, in retrospect, a very hideous uh, four-star jersey. It was like a baby blue micro mesh thing with, uh, I don't know, like navy blue, um, like navy blue accents on like the collar and stuff. And, yeah, it was not a, you know, looking back, it was not a good look. But. Um. Whoa. Okay. So one of the lists, like if you Google four star, it's on walmart.com. So I don't know if this, is this a epiphany moment? Like, oh my gosh, have they sold out? Like, is this the equivalent of going mall, mall shoe or like DVS being sold at, I don't know. Yeah. Rest um, in peace, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's over one way or the other, right? So. Yeah. I mean, it's on clearance here. Four-star clothing men's Ashad SS knit graphic t-shirt for $22.92. They have the Skate Fairy beanie for $35. Still $35? Yeah. Wow. For, again, I don't, it looks, I mean, all this stuff is on clearance. So I don't know if that means that they basically, you know, got rid of their inventory and shipped it to Walmart to sell, which uh, would make sense in light of the 2018 last post type of thing yeah. but man yeah anyways right. <laughs> I, i'm gin by the way <laughs> dating around 20 years 20 plus and work in the software field yeah so nice to meet you all i i don't have a four-star type of story so <laughs> let's just move along <laughs> facebook likes you though shout yeah. out to zuckerberg <laughs> just kidding facebook if you're out there we're looking for um we're looking for some uh some Money? corporate sponsorship yeah maybe, maybe we should start by making a page <laughs> <laughs> oh true on facebook right <laughs> get Already. rid of the no sponsors thing Yeah. Who's got, am I up? I have one ready. It's, it's a go-go. It's a light one. Would you rather skate puffy shoes or baggy pants? Wait, wait, wait. One or the other? Damn. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> you see, puff, I mean, puffy I did both like the other day, but... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nigel shorts and puffy shoes. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I, you know what? I'm going to go baggy pants because uh, even though as, as we've talked about i'm more of a, a slim fit 
kind of person, but I like the way that baggy pants look with slimmer shoes. But when you go the other way, when it's like puffy shoes with skinny pants. Oh, it's hideous, dude. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> looks like you're some anime character. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Like, Are Booznitz puffy shoes? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> baggy pants then. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm baggy pants as well. I mean, so, so I, I have my old DVS revivals that I sessioned two days ago and my, they're not super old, but older Dickies pants, which are on the baggy side. So I kind of did the puppy shoes and baggy pants and remarkably the shoes skated quite well. Um, even though they're 10 year old shoes and I skated uh, my other pair of Dickies today, same pant, different colorway, but in my booznits. So the baggy pants and slimmer shoe type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got to say like it, you know, it feels, feels good. There are a couple skaters who have kept the nineties, you know, baggy pants thing alive. One of the skaters that I follow on Instagram, TJ Rogers, <laughs> local homie, obviously, <laughs> you know, baggy pants and he had a clip the other day did a switch tray over a garbage can go over a garbage can at um i think it was university of southern california or something and it just looked super smooth like switch tray and then um i can't remember what else he did nollie frontside flip maybe and then another tray or something so when i was skating uh today in my baggy pants and my boost I was like, man, doing, you know, a couple of switch flips or whatever. And I was like, I kind of feel like I got that TJ Steve, but not <laughs> really, <laughs> but it's like just that aesthetic, right? The baggy pants. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. The hard thing about baggy pants is your shirt too, right? You don't want a small shirt. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't see, this is the thing. It's like, you got to do a full wardrobe overhaul. Like uh, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying my best to move on from the slim pants, but it's like, yeah, then I got to get all new t-shirts too. And, you know, my jackets are a little too small to fit my big sweaters under. It's all, it's a mess. But, but to be fair, you were an early adopter of the slim pants. Like you were slim pants before everyone went slim pants. Right. Like, I mean, I will take credit for that. Yeah. Because like in in contrast, you set the trend. (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking back. I'm like, for as long as I remember, your pants were always on the slimmer side. Right. And for, for me, it was the opposite. Like I was, you know, cargo pants, baggy Keaton Milton nineties. And I resisted change up until only a few years ago where, you know, it's relatively skinnier or, or, you know, tighter but nowhere as tight as, you know, as tight can be. And now I'm kind of, you know, midway going back to floating back to baggy. So I blatantly had like pants that were just too small, (laughs) you know, like, like not only were they tight, but they were like, like I, I bought them too small so that they would be very tight kind of thing. And -hmm. those were not, you know, again, look, looking back on uh, bad looks, those, those were not good aesthetically and they definitely weren't functional trying to skate in pants that don't fit you properly. Right. And don't let you move around, but yeah, I feel like I found a bit of a balance with like the Levi's 502 because it's uh, 
it's i think up top it's it's like the 501 like it's it's not like a relaxed fit but it's not like a tight fit and then it has a nice little taper past the knee so you get you get a bit of both it's not restrictive but it's not uh huge either it's hard it's hard because just being a a middle-aged adult i don't know going full baggy too right yeah i I don't want to say that you know society frames me or like molds me into any kind of thing but uh being an adult it's hard to go full baggy sometimes though yeah. well, <laughs> i i just i always have the fear like i don't want to be i don't want to be the 40 year old who's trying to look like a 15 yeah. year old you know that's that's my True. thing but it's hard i don't know you got to find balance somewhere the thing is though it's also just like comfortable and functional right yeah like it, it feels better when you're, when you've got a little room. Definitely. So, I, I think I skate better too. Yeah. Probably. Cause you can actually move your legs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> actually lift up your knees. Yeah. 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 You can just squat, <laughs> which I mean, at that point we should really all be wearing Nigel shorts because that's full <laughs> movement right there. Right. You well, just, you cover what needs to be covered and you, you're free the rest of the way. So but bare legs, those shins yeah, are yeah. going to hurt, right? So oh, you can, you can wear like the, the athletic guards underneath. Uh, okay. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's why I avoid shorts, right? Like I can't skate in shorts. I have to skate in long pants. It's long pants and t-shirt. Like that's my most Me comfortable too. Me too. gear. Yeah. Can't do the shorts. Yeah. Same. Although I do bust out the shorts sometimes, but yeah, I'm with you there. I don't know. Also, my legs aren't too nice to look at. So, <laughs> what, what are we talking about today? <laughs> I think we're just injuries. Talking <laughs> legs, Jin's legs, and injuries. All right, let's go. Injuries, injuries. All right, all right. <laughs> Getting hurt is inevitable in like any kind of physical activity um it's going to happen one way or the other but it seems to hold kind of a special place in skateboarding and as much as we want to stay healthy and stay on our boards and land our tricks slamming is almost a rite of passage i think in skating and if if not a rite of passage is at least something that's kind of accepted and and celebrated as sort of part of the process in uh, getting a trick or, or learning something new. So uh, we thought we'd take a little time today to talk about the good and, and the not so good things about getting hurt while we skate. So to start us off, what was your most recent slam and what has been your worst injury from skating? Let's not all go at once, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just talked, so I can't go now. Again, <laughs> I can't answer my own question. All right, since story is always so long, I'll I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go last. I'll go last. I'll go last. All right. Most recent slam was yesterday for me. Backside nose grind, slip out, falling on my butt and my hand and elbow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So haven't skated what rough ground for a while. And I guess that's what I get. My wrist hurts a lot now. That's the most recent thing. I guess the worst one I've had was in high school. I don't know. Maybe you guys have the same kind of phase, but basically trying to ollie anything and everything in sight. (laughs) (laughs) 
and there's this big bush gap. The top part was flat, but the landing was a bit slanted. And my ollies were also probably not that good. The, the early Baker kid ollie type of thing, you know, where it's still slanted. Yeah. So all that combined, when I uh, executed my ollie, the landing wasn't executed so well. So I fell on my <laughs> ankle uh, pretty much like on maybe a 45 degree angle. And then, yeah, it wasn't a sprain. Yeah. It was actually a crack. So I cracked my oh, bone wow. in my ankle. So that was probably my worst one. And I had to have a cast on and I don't remember how long I was on crutches for, but that was my worst. That's serious crutches. Yeah. It's like a real injury when you, when you yeah. know that you're, you can't, you're immobile, right? It's like crutches <laughs> means that, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a legit injury. My most recent one was, um, I don't know. I, I should probably honestly be embarrassed telling this story because um, it happened while I was pushing, but I had to actually go to pick up my car. So I, I was skating to pick up my car. And um, before I left, my wife kind of challenged me like to, to be back under nine minutes. So I was like, I can do it. So I was like getting ready to go. It was one of the first like nice days of the spring. And I had like, I, I'm just going to lay the scene because I felt so good, like going into this. I had my, uh, I had my, my light, my light wash Levi's 502s. I had my black long sleeve shirt, my black puffer vest with my red beanie. And I decided to skate my gazelles. So I had my black and white Adidas gazelles. I just like felt good. I was like, I'm ready to skate. And I, I grabbed my board and I went out and I was pushing it was like, you know, those days where your push just feels good. Like you feel like you're in the flow. So it was like that. And like, everything was kind of going my way. My board was feeling like a little bit squirrely, but like, it was like controlled chaos kind of thing. Like I, I, I felt like I was mm -hmm. in the flow and I was just pushing as hard as I could. And, uh, I came up to like this little crack and you know how sometimes you'll like lift the nose of your board and just kind of scoot your back wheels over the crack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I go to do that and I, I lift and I, I scoot my back wheels and I put my nose down and there's just this screech and my board just stops dead I didn't even like fly through the air I just got launched right into the ground like I didn't even have time to move my front arm so I landed like with my arm kind of tucked into my side on my elbow and my hip and my knee and kind of rolled onto my shoulder and I got up to know what had happened. And I looked back and uh, my board was sitting with like the nose pointed down and my truck, like oh, no. my hanger was like three feet away from my board, just on the ground. Oh. And, uh, and so I like went and I picked up my board and my, my truck had just fallen apart. And uh, these are the Indies, right? Not your new. These are, these are my Indies. Yeah. I haven't set up the aces yet. <laughs> so yeah, these Man. are the Indies. So I'm looking around and I'm like picking up the parts. I can't find the, uh, the nut or the top bushing from my truck. So I'm like, I looked around for a while and I was like, the, the kingpin was still there. Like everything was, the kingpin was fine. The thing just fell apart. I, I was riding them too loose, I guess. And the, the, the nut just loosened off. And, and so when I lifted my board, the hanger just fell off Oh, okay. and then yeah, I yeah. put it down on the kingpin. And, um, so I go, I get my car and I'm driving home. And like a block and a half back towards my house from where I actually fell, I, I stopped and I found the nut 
and the bushing. So it fell off like what? really early, <laughs> but I just, I hadn't ollied or anything. So it, like I was yeah. just pushing. So my weight was just holding the truck together. So as soon as I lifted the nose, it just fell apart. Brutal. Dude. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. So and you then, saw the kingpin from your car. So I, I was, the, the, the I was, nut, you well, saw the nut okay, from so your I was car. That's crazy. So I, yeah. <laughs> I was looking for it. So yeah. I, cause Amazing. I couldn't yeah. find, I couldn't find the nut or the bushing. Yeah um and so i like i was driving home all slow and like kind of looking out the window and i saw what looked like it might have been yeah. skate parts so I, I stopped and, and it was the, the worst so i i, I don't know i was kind of dinged up like i was really yeah. you know stiff and stuff and and i tore the the shoulder of my puffer vest which is a oh, bummer. Wow. oh and, shit. Uh, <laughs> but but the worst part of all this is that the reason i had to go get the car was because when I drove to my kids' school to pick them up that day, I accidentally locked the keys in the car. So, so I drove to pick them up, locked my keys in the car. I had to walk home with my kids. And then when I went back to pick it up, I slammed. Did you make it back in nine minutes? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> yeah. You needed Probably someone to like I... take a picture of like before and after, like before you felt like a million dollars, like with the, yeah, and, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and like after yeah. you've got the, you know, rip on your property. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I don't know. Cosmic justice. I, I must've done something wrong. Well, it's, it's very, it's clear, right? I mean, the, 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 the Nazi uh, trucks right, are yes. for, for, for <laughs> switching. They're like, man, we're not that bad. Don't switch away from us. You know, why did you buy yeah, the yeah, aces? Yeah. So that one yeah. last, yeah, one last ventral act. You should seriously set up here. Like, man, if I had all that new gear, like I took a look at your, um, the setup picture again, like of your, yeah, yeah. The, the freshness of, cause this is in stark contrast with my deck now, which I need a new deck. Uh, I need new trucks. My bushings are all messed up. Like they're, oh, yeah. they they're all torn and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm still skating it. I mean, um, there's, I have new bushings to swap out, but I might as well just get new trucks because the kingpin is already ground uh, yeah, down yeah, yeah. in such a way. I don't, I don't want to mess with it. Yeah. So, oh, I just, looking at Jin's setup right now. Oh, yeah. There we go. Bushing's so good. Those after, are pro scratches. After a year. <laughs> are those stock ones on your stock? Aces? Yeah. Never had an issue yet so far. So uh, I usually I swap out. out to the bones. Yeah. Yellow yeah. Mediums, but these ones, because of the pandemic and everything, they're the thunder team hollows. And I kept the stock bushings. I mean, they're, they're great. There's just, it's more of a, I'm just picky, but I used to do that too. But then I think we talked about it like during yeah. the gear episode, I was, yeah. Why do we need to buy all this aftermarket stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, well, that wasn't your worst injury, though, was it? Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just, all my injuries are like, like that. Like, they're all like these, like, bonehead things. Like, um, I've broken my collarbone t- skating twice. And uh, uh, so yeah. the, the Same first side? time. Like, same, same one. Yeah. I broke oh. in the exact same place and everything. Um, but the, the first time actually I was in high school, I was in grade 10. My brother had graduated, uh, the year before and he came to pick me up and like sign me out of school. 
Um, so basically I was just like skipping the afternoon to go hang out with my brother. And, uh, we went to the mall and I just was, they had like these, um, it's like a, a parking lot and there's sort of a, a sidewalk or a curb or whatever that was like slanted down to the next level of the parking lot. And I was just riding down that sidewalk and I didn't lift my nose up enough when I rode off the end and I just planted my nose in the ground and like toppled over onto my shoulder. And I guess I just hit it just right. So it snapped. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, sounds it was like, like what I, just happened to you. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. like, exactly. <laughs> like it's just all, I always get hurt just doing nothing. Like, I don't know what it is, but, um, the, the best part of that one though, was that my brother was like looking at it and he can see, um, like he could see that it wasn't right. Like, where, yeah. like the, that the bone wasn't right, but he thought I had dislocated my shoulder. So he was like, okay, I'll pop it back into place. And he started oh. grabbing my, like grabbing me on my oh, collarbone and the man. back of my shoulder and started That's trying really, to like man. shove it back into place. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was so uh, much pain, man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was was a little rough. But uh, shortly after, we went to the hospital and got it sorted out. But That's some medieval shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. 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 It's funny, though. It's always like this feel good kind of day for you. And then, yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even, okay. So I, I, I don't want to take up everybody else's time, but. I'll, I'll just tell the other story too. Like the second time that I broke that collarbone was the same thing. It was, um, we were meeting up for a night session and, uh, it was like a bunch of us. I can't remember how many, but like, I don't know, six or seven people. And we went to skate this spot and there was, uh, we called it a gap, but it wasn't really a gap. It was like the height of like a two stair and it was a flower bed. And there was just a curb that you had to ollie um, before it. So you'd ollie over the curb, go over the flower bed, land on the sidewalk, and then ride off onto the road. So we were going to this other spot that was beside that. And I just rolled over to, to hop over this flower bed onto the sidewalk and keep going. And I just didn't, I wasn't going fast enough or whatever. I just planted my back wheels in the flower bed and got launched over the sidewalk onto my shoulder. And at the exact time that that happened, so I, I landed on my shoulder, my collarbone snapped. And at the exact time as that happened, um, this other group of friends that I knew from school were like driving by and they just like pulled over because they saw us. And so they parked the van and I basically like got up off the ground and I was like, my collarbone's broken. Can you take me to the hospital? So I hopped in the van with them and they took me to the hospital. Yeah. So. Well, thankfully, your most recent slam, which sounds identical to all those other ones that, <laughs> that you've told us about, yeah. didn't end up with Not, you. I mean, you'll, you'll take a torn puffy jacket than, uh, than, yeah. than a broken collarbone, for sure. Yeah. So my most recent slam was last week, just sla- slapping on uh, my curb and was going decently fast and truck stuck. So I flew forward and um basically slammed on my tailbone so that kind of hurt and i looked i kept looking at the slow-mo with my <laughs> facial expression <laughs> it's a picture that i yeah. sent you guys i was gonna say that still you sent was pretty awesome yeah it's like you've got that uh, that, that face of like <laughs> bracing for impact and you can see that moment when and then yeah every time i look at that picture though i'm like you can you get very visceral like you feel that it's like all oh, that pain that kind of shoots through your you know spine and tailbone yeah, yeah. kind of hurts like when you 
when you slam on it. It's, yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's a rough one. And definitely my worst injury was almost two years ago when I broke my leg just above my ankle. So in, in, uh, in an air cast, not an old school cast, I was in crutches still and was at the skate park and skating transition. I was with my son. He was filming and I was trying to do this. It was, a, it was a windy day. I was trying to do just a back 50 on a quarter pipe. It's kind of a steep quarter pipe. So I did it a few times, like no problem, just whatever, just going up. And then he didn't film it right. So he like cut off my head or whatever. And I'm like, he's just one more time, right? He's like, he's like, Baba, can we just, can we go home? Like it's uh, just one more try. I should have listened to him. So yeah, I just went up and then slipped out and then kind of fell from the top of the quarter down and just rolled my ankle really bad. Uh, I kind of heard the crack and I didn't do the whole Malto thing where I just go off running after I hurt myself, but I did try to stand on it and then collapse to the ground again and it was no go. And I was like, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I broke my leg. So I drove home too, because uh, I had to get home from the skate park. Thankfully, right. it wasn't too far from my house. Uh, and then, yeah, we went to the hospital. And, mm. uh, thankfully, no surgery required. So it was like six weeks in an air cast and then some pretty aggressive rehab. Um, so what I was going to say, though, on paper, that's my worst injury. It's funny because when I went to the hospital, when they did x-rays on my ankle, they saw that part of my ankle, the bottom, the bone was like cracked and it had healed back. And so they asked me, did you break your ankle before? And I was like, no. <laughs> and they're like, but you probably sprained it really bad that you broke it and you didn't know that you broke it. Uh, I'm like, that's, that's very likely because, you know, when you're skating, like, you know, when you roll it, it's yeah. that little bottom part sometimes yeah, cracks yeah. off completely, but yeah, so I found out that I had broken my ankle before um, and didn't know that it was broken. And it's thinking back to all the times that I rolled my ankle really badly. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost, I was going to say, yeah, so on paper, it's like the worst as you broke your, your bone for sure. But like when you sprain your ankle really badly, you're almost out for equally as long yeah. and then trying to rehab it back. So, you know, in that sense, and it's a pretty common injury amongst skaters, right? Like rolled mm -hmm. ankles and stuff. And when you, when you roll it really badly, should really take the time to heal it back fully because you know it's like the these reoccurring things like the short-term gain is definitely not worth the yeah. the long-term you know after effects of having ankles made of glass so <laughs> anyways there you have it yeah <laughs> so I, I had a similar thing to you Sawyer where you know you said you woke up and your ankle sort of swelled up yeah yeah like a week or two weeks yeah. ago. yeah yeah so and I think we talked about it too but maybe I was kneeling down or something, but one day my ankle started hurting and I couldn't really skate or walk properly anymore. So I went yeah. to a chiropractor or like physio type of person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, yeah, this is my ankle right here. It hurts a bit. It's like, whoa, it's so swelled up. Are you okay? Does it hurt here? It's like, no, no, that's fine. It doesn't hurt there. It hurts over here. Right. And then he said, how did you hurt? And I said, skateboarding. And he's like, oh, Okay, so these are just the muscles in your ankle. Never mind then. <laughs> Apparently, there's muscles that you develop in your foot if you skate. I don't know. Man. Right, yeah. And he's like, no, that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So he said, yeah, so this part's just the muscles. I thought it was a swelling, but never mind. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, I'm looking at my ankle right now, and 
it is a bit, I don't know. I, I mean, who have I, I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm not doubting that there are ankles or muscles in your ankle, but it seemed definitely more swollen than it normally was for, for me, but I don't know. Well, maybe that's why your switch flips, switch flips look so nice. I mean, you've got like, you guys aren't interested, but this is the area. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine, I don't know if you can see out. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, you got it too. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But uh, John's like, I'm not lifting my leg up. <laughs> well, I got, I got my slippers and my socks on, you know, <laughs> we should we should really i mean for all of our listeners out there who can't see our very wonderfully sexy and attractive ankles and legs here <laughs> we've we've, uh, we've been showcasing them in front of the camera also like i don't do flip tricks so i don't think i'll have the you know i'll feel insecure about my my non-flip trick ankles <laughs> guess like that, that kind of leads us into question number two because uh like we've been talking about kind of our worst injuries and um obviously like getting hurt is never a good thing right like it's not like something we look forward to or or strive for or anything like that and the the drawbacks in skating are pretty obvious like you're in pain um you can't skate potentially pro- causes problems for doing other things in your life but is there an upside to getting hurt while skating is there something that we gain from from injury or from uh, getting hurt as often as we tend to do as skateboarders sawyer looks like very pensive right now with that background so again like for the listeners he's got <laughs> like a forest and the aurora borealis going in the background and just like looking off into the distance it's can I share two things? I'll, it, this is quite quick for me. I think there's positive, obviously, and silver lining and everything that, that, that we do. I think getting hurt is no different. It really sucks for skating because all you do is, like when you get hurt, all you do is want to skate, right? First thing I want to mention was sometimes on sessions, not that I look forward to slamming, but it's almost like after I slam once, I get more confidence in my skating. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. It's like sometimes when I don't slam a lot or haven't slammed you know, in a while, I'm not afraid of the slam, but it's like, once I fall again, hope it's not like the, you know, I, I don't want to roll my ankle or sprain my, you know, something really bad, but it's like when you, when you slam and you, you know, you scrape up your, your elbow or whatever, and you get up and it's like, okay, well now I kind of know how to, you know, adjust myself and I'm going for it. Like I just, just, you know, going to get this trick. I think for me, that's uh, one of the benefits of not necessarily getting hurt, but, you know, slamming on a session. And then afterwards, I'm able to pick myself up fr- from it for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and just knowing how to fall, I guess that would be my second thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> part, part of skating is falling, right? So yeah. that, it's almost like a trick in itself. <laughs> Although... <laughs> I probably don't do it as well as others because I just fall and <laughs> splat down rather than, you know, bounce back. So <laughs> got to get the roll, like continue the momentum, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I, you know, I feel like I've gotten worse at falling though um, <laughs> because I feel like I don't fall as much because I'm getting better and better at bailing. Yeah. yeah. You know? So when you're on a trick and you're like, oh, no, you just hop off and you can just walk. Right rather than sort of fully commit 
And then, but over time, I, I guess with experience, you sort of know like, Oh, this one I can fully commit to this one. I can't. So yeah. I feel like over time, well, at least for me, I haven't really slammed that hard for a while now besides yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I think there's something to be said too, about fully committing, not only to, to the trick, yeah. but fully committing to the slam. Cause I can remember instances where if I'm resisting yeah, my yeah. body motion, I get more hurt. So if I know right. I'm going to slam, yeah. I'll, I'll go and roll it out. And then sure. Like, you know, I'll bruise up my shoulder or my elbow or whatever it is, but that beats fighting physics and gravity taking its toll on your ankle and tearing ligaments or, you know, yeah. like, so uh, yeah, I, I think there's a, some, I, yeah. Committing to the slam is a, is yeah, a real yeah. thing too. Just gotta go with the flow, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess similar to you, Sawyer, for me, like after yesterday, when I fell down, I still got back up and I did the trick. Nice. Right. It, it's like my little thing in me that if I do fall before I get scared of it, I try to do it again pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So just try to overcome yeah. that fear. Um, I yeah. don't know if that's a, something to be gained from getting hurt at that specific yeah. moment. But if it is long-term, like breaking your bones, sorry, John, go ahead. No, yeah, no, I was just gonna say, I think, I think it is like one of the things we mentioned in, in like the, the planning chat was that relationship between failure and success. Right. Mm. And, um, and I, I think that's, I think that is like you slam and you recognize like that's not the end of it. Right. Like you can get up, you can keep going. Yeah. And, um, and I, I think that is, I, I think that's, I mean, I'm not particularly good at carrying that over into other parts of my life, but I think it's something that can be carried mm, over. And, definitely. and uh, you know, like, obviously there are certain things where like you slam and that's it for the day. <laughs> like if you break something or, yeah. or whatever. Right. But, but usually like the vast majority of it um, it's, it's more mental than anything, right. Mm -hmm. You either, you hit and then either you're afraid that it's going to happen again, or you recognize that, you know, that's about as bad as it's going to get. You might as yeah. well keep going. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's almost like a, I don't know how to phrase it really, but maybe like a, a, a meditative quality or something to it as well, where like, it really just like puts you back in your body, <laughs> you know, like you're thinking so hard about how to execute the trick and everything. And then like, you fall and it it's just physical right like you just hit and it's just pain and uh brings you out of your head a little bit and, and puts you back in your body i think it grounds you too right like it's like we're all mortal like we're not yeah. like this <laughs> invincible you know i mean it does beg the question like let's say we we never slammed and we landed all of our tricks it's like put it this way even the best skaters i think i think day one said like some days just tricks don't work although i question that because he's so damn good but it's like we're part of skating is like you re realize that it's hard and yeah. sometimes it doesn't work out as we plan it um you know with tricks or with how we're trying to get you know a session in like you have all these things planned and you know it's, it just sometimes goes south or or you take some of the obstacle is, you know, the ground isn't what you thought it was going to be. And so, but, but you work with it. Right. And then that, that process of having kind of working with your surroundings, skating mm -hmm. uh, and falling to what Jin said earlier, like it's just part of skating. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, makes us makes us all you know we're not superhumans we're just we're just <laughs> skaters eating shit right yeah <laughs> it's a part, part yeah. of the game I, I think i said before i don't know it's just something i thought of but why i like skating so much is just because it's so hard at the same time i think that's part of the fun part just trying to yeah overcome some of that i wish i could say that about everything else in my life too but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i enjoy it because it's hard and i guess the satisfaction that comes out of overcoming that depending on the spot or you know just being yeah. flexible and adapting to it yeah this is not quite the same but along the same lines like recognizing your limits too mm-hmm. you know and then learning to operate within them and and then learning how to expand them from there right yeah um, i think there's there's something in there too yeah and i think that actually is a really good point in the sense that that evolves into how you approach a spot right and what kind of tricks you right. do as well so based on your limits you try to make the best of it right and I yeah think that's where yeah. a lot of creativity also comes in all um, right well far from injury well, talk but <laughs> you know, well it sort of makes it sense all, uh... too right because if you're if you're if you're making if you're pushing yourself like if you know you can't 360 flip consistently and you're trying to tray flip like this you know 10 stair you know it's like i mean i, I don't really see kids doing it that often anymore but there were kids at this at, at a yeah you know, at spots before yeah. like, i'm pretty sure you can't do it and they're just hurling themselves down and then they leave the spot hurt with a busted ankle or you know god forbid like broken bones or whatever it's like man you probably should have gotten better at you know being consistent with your trays and building up you know your skill and and sure confidence i guess they had the confidence to hurl themselves down the tensor but again operating within those limits like when you go outside of that you know you're outside of that that's when Mm -hmm. you get hurt right and then pushing yourself too much so yeah yeah and when you don't listen to your kid right (laughs) yeah Yeah, time to go like just one more try you guys gotta get you didn't film it right (laughs) it's always that one more try It's kind of an interesting segue into the the last question, which is uh, about us as older skaters. Now we're not those those young kids who can hurt ourselves and just bounce back and be good to go the next day and try it again. You know, we're older; things take longer to heal. We deal with maybe more consequences in terms of like mobility around home or even work or things like that. So I'm just curious about how like how your attitude towards injury or your experience of injury has changed as you've aged. I think one thing that sometimes crossed my mind when I started working in a company and so on was that I didn't want to get hurt to the extent that it will affect my work. But at the same time, when I would be out there, I didn't want that to limit what I would be doing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always, I I wouldn't say it's a full struggle, but it it was something that was on my mind. Um, I think in the end, I've leaned more towards just going for it skateboarding wise. And if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Thankfully it's just been maybe a sprained ankle and so on, but, and maybe it would have a limp, but yeah, that'll be about it. I think one thing that really changed my attitude towards like injuries was actually so I, I've had, you know, the 
the standard sprained ankle and so on. And that was, I guess, psychologically pretty damaging, not being able to skate and having that ongoing like pain in your ankle. Yeah. But I met this physiotherapist in Japan uh, after I sprained my ankle playing football or soccer. And I would always be wearing like a supporter. So even during like when we would skate too, I would have a support yeah. on my injured ankle and so on. And this guy, he was, I think, a regional karate champion or something. And uh, like, yeah, it's like only use a support in the beginning, but in the end, it's better if you don't use it because it's just going to keep your ankles weak. Yeah, true. Yeah. And right. then I, was, I don't know, that just... I never thought of that before and it blew me, blew my mind away. I was like, Oh yeah, he's right. What am I doing? Wearing supporters all the time. Right. And he's like, <laughs> and he said, yeah, I'm going to teach you all these exercises, strength bands and so on. So you can strengthen up your ankle again, and you won't need supporters. And the more you don't rely on supporters, the stronger your ankle will get. So yeah, just right. that view or my attitude towards ankle injuries has changed from that perspective in the sense that, it is something more manageable and preventable right. by doing some of these exercises. Cause I think I've had times where it felt like I rolled my ankle, but then I guess I, the flexibility and strength was there that nothing really happened. Yeah. So right. I think that was a, a big changing point for me from that perspective. And now I don't wear supporters anymore. And I feel like I haven't hurt my ankle for a while Yeah, it's more compared to when, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't do it either. I, I used to, there was a period of time where I wore, yeah, the ankle, ankle brace or uh, not even yeah, where I'm like, that's the word brace. <laughs> <laughs> got to strengthen it up. You know, you're got to increase your resilience. I was going to talk about the sort of life away from skating. I think as an older, wiser person now, for mm. me, that's one thing that I've learned to be more comfortable with. I mean, skateboarding is not you know our entire life yeah it's a big part of our life and it really sucks when that part of your life that you love doing is taken away from you right much like anything else but i think with skating because you identify with it as well and it's so pervasive like it's a part of how we view everything and we talked about you know walking down the street looking at spots to how you think i mean i'd still when i'm like the other week when I was getting back, trying to get my switch, you know, kickflips in a nice form again, it's all I could think about. I go to bed thinking about, okay, I'm just going to yeah, yeah. do switch flips. And, you know, so it consumes you, but yeah, after, you know, being away from skating for lengthy periods of time, sometimes it's injury. And more often than not, as you get older, it's work, right? Like, right. Um, I was going to say, Jin, it's like, not that I prefer this, but it's almost like if you roll your ankle, that's co not cool. But as long as you don't hurt your hands, because we type on the keyboards every day. It's like, <laughs> so if you break your fingers, it's like, how are you going to, are you going to respond to emails or whatever stuff? But anyways, yeah, I think the, the appreciation for the things outside of skateboarding and putting it all into perspective um, is something that I've learned to to do better with because as much as I love skating, I mean, there's, yeah, there's other things that I like as well. Uh, and then I think it means all the much more when you get actually back to skating after an injury. Sure. It kind of sucks. You have to rehab and, you know, get back into the swing of things, but it makes it so much more worth it. It's almost like this duality, right? Like when you're skating, 
the other part of your life you like when I'm at work, I almost want to identify more as a skater. Yeah. Because that's not where all what all the work people are. But when I'm a skater, where I'm skating, you also draw from the other parts of your life that aren't skateboarding as part of your identity. So this duality. Um I wouldn't say I struggle with it, but it's just, you know, you, you see the different perspectives. I think the last thing I would say is that what really sucks about being injured and what I've realized is I almost want to always skate because this whole weekend warrior skating, like doing it once every two weeks, I think gets you hurt more. That's what sucks when you're injured because I mean, when you're injured, you can still do things to, to keep limber and I mean, keep nimble and, <laughs> you know, so that when you're back on the board, it's not that big of a jump, but the ideal obviously is you skate every day or try to skate every day and work it into your busy, you know, hectic life, enjoy skateboarding for what it is and not have to hold back. Although, you know, truth be told, I'm not jumping down, you know, 12 stairs or trying to right, right. flip or three foot, you know, big <laughs> gaps or anything like that, or even handrails or whatever. That's not, you know, I'd be happy skating my box and curb and doing flat ground stuff, but keeping it up every day and not falling into the whole, yeah, skate once every two weeks or three weeks. Cause I could just picture that's when you, that's when you can really get, yeah, really get hurt. Yeah. That, that's when you start to lose touch, right? Like you, your, your physical ability and your perception of your physical ability start to stray, yeah. right? It's because you're, yeah. you're out of practice and whatever. As a kid, like it was like a badge of honor, right? Like you would, you get to limp through like the halls at high school. You're like, yeah, okay. I tried to ollie yeah. the three set, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> So like there, there was that for like a little while where it was like, I don't know, just kind of like this, it was one of the cool things about skateboarding that, that you got hurt and you had these like injuries and like battle scars or whatever you want to call it to, to show off. Right. When I started getting like more into my early adulthood, I think kind of, kind of what you were saying, Jin, like I stopped getting hurt as frequently because you know, like, like you get better, first of all, you get better at skateboarding, um, but you also get a better sense of your abilities. You know, you start to kind of skate more within your means kind of thing. And, and um, so I, I think there was a while where I just, I, I wasn't getting hurt and, and I didn't want to get hurt because the same things again, like you guys are talking about, like having to be at work and, you know, operate uh, in a professional setting and, and all of that stuff. And, uh, I think now, especially like, like right now, as I'm, as I'm getting more active in skateboarding again, it's sort of like that sense of pride in a way, but, but not, I guess it's like when I get hurt skating now and I can get up and I can walk away, it's like, it's this reminder that even though I'm pushing 40, I'm still like able-bodied and I'm still, you know, doing something that I love to do. And I'm still kind of pushing myself physically in some way and and uh so not, not so much like the you know the injury that you want to show off to your friends because it's cool that you got hurt skating um but more just like a reminder to yourself that like i'm you know like 38 years old and i'm still able to do this like that's it's kind of rad I'm gonna see those half cab heel no slides soon right <laughs> no <laughs> maybe, half, maybe half cab no slides but <laughs> I am, I am, I will admit though, you guys, you guys lit a little fire under me. I've been thinking a lot about the half cap crooks and trying to 
trying to get it that little extra push forward. And mm. you know, that's probably one of my summer goals. To me, you already have that trick. So I don't know. I think you, you just got it <laughs> again. I'm going back to that picture that you sent. I was like, and the, and the video clip, right? Yeah. yeah. On the, on the, at the yeah. part, the metal. Thing. Yeah. It's like the, the fake half it. cap crux. Yeah. <laughs> it looked it goes, pretty good to me, Dan. Crooks. I was like, <laughs> it looked like a crook to me too. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll post the still someday and I'll, I'll take credit for it, but yeah, just, just a no slide. <laughs> <laughs> Summer goals. I think backside Smith for me. I just thought yeah. of that when, when you mentioned that. Nice, nice. Well, we're claiming. I'm going to get kick foot backside nose blunt. <laughs> kick back nose yeah. blunt? Damn. <laughs> no. But yeah, I have, I, yeah, what are your summer goals? I don't know. Like I, half cap crooks is one for me. I don't know why, but like I randomly was thinking about this the other day. I want to do some bonuses. I have like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I've taken a sudden interest in this trick, but I don't know. I just have visions of like a nice boneless on a, on a flat bank. I think that's pretty doable, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah like, I mean, there's not many more doable tricks than that. Right? Yeah. You're listing tricks you already know how to do. <laughs> you got to. You got to actually have these are these are like. Don't belittle your own abilities yeah. here. Like you've got these tricks. You've got to. You should up it to the half cab, half cab heel crooks. Yeah. That? We'll see. You know. You know. Actually. Um, the, the i don't know what episode it was but we we did the kick flip or heel flip would you rather and i picked yeah, heel yeah. Flip. yeah and um i have i i want to get kick flips and heel flips that flip properly that's that's another one of my goals not like the the kick it to the side and kind of float over top of it but like the nice snappy flicks that's, mm-hmm. That's something I'd like. Work on those ankle muscles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's, right. that's key. Yeah, you gotta get gotta get your ankles in good shape. Prevent injury and also get get better tricks. So yeah. Should we uh, should we head over to the weekly stoke? Let's do it. I'll jump in here. Actually, mine mine goes back to my uh, my recent slam when my front truck fell off and. Uh, I, so my, my weekly stoke is cedarwood essential oil in the bath. It's, it's, uh, sounds awfully sensual. Yeah. Well, it's, it is very soothing, but, uh, it's actually like, um, I don't know, supposedly cedarwood essential oil has, um, like anti-inflammatory properties and, and also like some, some sedative qualities. So it's nice to, if you're going to bed, you know, um, but I, it, I will is say it a full body bath though. Or oh yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah. Full, so, okay. so full, it's not just, like, you're putting your like, no feet dipping my, my whole my left side. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Full, full body, hot water, cedarwood essential oil. I feel like it, it alleviated some pain uh, in the early days after that. So wait, are you still pumping iron with your friend? Like, are you still lifting weights? No, I, it- I've been doing some like, at home stuff, but uh, <laughs> we uh, like, I, I've been like, just full, full disclosure. I, I've been too nervous to go back to the, to the gym, like oh, just yeah, with, yeah, with sure, everything still sure. going yeah. on with, with COVID. So, yeah. uh, and I don't have any of the, the equipment at home. So um, some at home exercise stuff, but, but not actually lifting. 
don't know. I have a lot of things, but maybe skateboard related, <laughs> like skate media related. Um, picture show. They had a new video, Admit One video that came out. And uh, out. Yeah. Taylor, I, I'm not, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Taylor Noraki. He's pro again. Oh, so nice. Yeah. He has a yeah, sick part in there. Nice video. I, I would have also probably said Quasi, their new video, but I, I haven't watched the full video yet, so I don't know if I, I'm stoked on it. But. That's one, yeah, that I, again, yeah, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> checked out for sure yet, but, but I want to, like, maybe this weekend or something, just yeah. sit down and enjoy and, it. And also, if you guys haven't yet, if you haven't watched this yet, um, Jake, Jack O'Grady, his passport part. I got to check that out. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I have, um, I've, I have the thrasher. He's got the cover and he's doing like the, the handrail and then Ollie onto the next handrail. Like he, it's like a back 50, I think. And then Ollie to the, to back 50, the next rail. Like it's insane. But, but yeah, I, Silas did it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Much props to him doing the, like the, yeah. the gap gap, but I think Jax was huge. That gap yeah, between the yeah, rails. Like they're yeah. two like heavy. They're two big rails, and there's like a big gap between them. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah. But so I, I'm not really like into these big banger skaters, but his part was pretty amazing, and I was into it and watched the whole thing. So yeah, I think that's even cooler, right? Like whenever, yeah. Like I mean, there are a few skaters for sure. I'm, I'm like not super into, but I've heard really good things about how gnarly his stuff is, and. I want to yeah check that part out for sure. Yeah. And next Thanks, week yeah. we're all gonna say quasi, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. To, well, that's that's the one. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, um, that really really looking forward to fifty minutes long watching. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's all oh, nice. Yeah. So I, I just opened it up there. and I was thinking, ah, I can't watch it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing, right? I don't want to. I don't want to piecemeal it. I want to yeah. start to finish, kind of with my popcorn, and just enjoy. Yeah, exactly. A, yeah, a full length feature. So, so, so I've what been you waiting. Do, yeah, you run a nice hot cedarwood oil bath. Oh, damn, yeah. the <laughs> combo. Yeah, you bring the iPad in and you set it up beside the tub. And <laughs> so when your wife yeah. hears the moaning and groaning and stuff, it's actually in the oh, like that. That's actually for the tricks that are done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Why <laughs> um, we stoke? Yeah, it's skating related. Uh, so we've been going for these after dinner walks with uh, with the family, and my son, who you know, he has a scooter. Like he scootered today for half of it, but yesterday he skated, and he was just pushing. Like he's gotten really comfortable. Nice. And he hasn't skated all winter. So it was like his maybe second or third time this mm -hmm. year. And he tried to do these little ollies. Like he kind of popped it and he's just kind of just going for it. And that, yeah, just hyped me up. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty, again, I, I don't, I don't want to force anything on him, yeah. but I was almost like super encouraging. I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to give you two bucks. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that but, way better than the scooter? <laughs> right? You got a subliminal. I mean, I mean, I mean, just you know, it's it's at that point, it's just overt. Like it's it's not even yeah, yeah. you know, sort of subconsciously trying to trying to get that get that in there. But how old is your son again? He's seven, turning eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
just dude our, our kids can be skate buddies when we can actually hang out again I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah when we can when we can hang out and you guys should come over for a barbecue skate or whatever family. And yeah 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 it'd be, it'd be good. yeah my my older daughter is eight and uh she's she's she hasn't been like trying to ollies or anything yet but she same thing where it's like she's getting really comfortable with the pushing and yeah, like nice. the rolling and stuff and yeah and uh similar to you like i, I don't want to force anything but i'm <laughs> i'm kind of not so gently pushing for skate park saturdays where we'll just like right head over to the to the park together for the morning and yeah we'll see how it goes well, i probably fail at parenting because well i i don't really push it on him at all but just recalling from the switzerland days of going to the parks you'd get tired of me just skating like, come on let's go <laughs> i don't want to be going to the skate park anymore <laughs> <laughs> It's like oh, the opposite just... effect, right? <laughs> yeah. You go in there to try to immerse, like get, get this whole, you know, yeah. have skating a part of uh, their lives. And then it's just yeah. like, they're just resented. It's like, God, I'm <laughs> not the skate park again. Yeah. I want to do something that's fun. Yeah. So I, I do the play follow me game. So I ask him to follow me or, you know, we play tag. And as I go around, I just try to do tricks all the way through without following. Oh, nice. so that's, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good strategy. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's but I think he's figured out that I'm just actually skating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either that or take the capitalist approach, right? Every, it's like, get him to, all these are what we should, we should, there's inflation, right? I mean, it's, it's post So all these are five bucks. Kick flips are 10 bucks. Straight <laughs> flips are what? 20 bucks. <laughs> you gotta get allowance based on how many days you skate instead of yeah. doing chores yeah. and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> how many tricks you land and, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you subtract every time they miss a trick uh, oh that's like, brutal man yeah. <laughs> that's they're kids for god's sake john <laughs> docking them points for how do you grade your kids in school man i don't want to be part of your gym class like, for everything Dude, that gotta, you miss you get to get a mark taken away yeah we got to raise the next generation of olympian skateboarders here man right failure so, is not an option <laughs> <laughs> wow although 90 percent of skateboarding is probably failure right <laughs> yeah, yeah i spend more time <laughs> off the board than i do on i think right like if you think about all the times that you you have well maybe that's not entirely true but there's a, a significant i'm just like talking about yourself right i've fallen enough times like just just trying to figure stuff out and you know all the times yeah. you try and do a flip trick and just step off lots of failure <laughs> Lots of failure. But that it's one time you landed is all worth it, right? Like that's that's what we Yeah. That and the cedar oil bath. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think that's the life lesson, right? You just you fail far more than you're gonna succeed. But when you do succeed, it's it's worth the effort, right? Yeah. Is that Japanese saying? It might be it might be Chinese, I'm not sure, but fall seven times, get up eight times. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wisdom. Well, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Later, skaters and haters. <laughs>
Are we done? I think we are. I don't know. <laughs> did, did we forget anything? 